Would you pray with me? Stir up our hearts, Lord God, to prepare the way of your only Son. By his coming, nurture our growth as people of repentance and peace. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. A reading from Matthew, the third chapter. In those days, John the Baptist appeared in the wilderness of Judea, proclaiming, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven has come near. This is the one of whom the prophet Isaiah spoke when he said, The voice of one crying out in the wilderness, Prepare the way of the Lord, make his path straight. Now John wore clothing of camel's hair with a leather belt around his waist, and his food was locusts and wild honey. Then the people of Jerusalem and all Judea were coming out to him, and all the region along the Jordan. And they were baptized by him in the river Jordan, confessing their sins. But when he saw many Pharisees and Sadducees coming for baptism, he said to them, You brood of vipers, who warned you to flee from the wrath to come? Bear fruit worthy of repentance. Do not presume to say to yourselves, We have Abraham as our ancestor. For I tell you, God is able from these stones to raise up children to Abraham. Even now the axe is lying at the root of the trees. Every tree, therefore, that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. I baptize you with water for repentance. But one who is more powerful than I is coming after me. I am not worthy to carry his sandals. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. His winnowing fork is in his hand, and he will clear his threshing floor and will gather his wheat into the granary, but the chaff he will burn with unquenchable fire. Today's story might sound rather odd. Repent, shouts John. The kingdom of heaven has come near. Prepare the way of the Lord. This John we hear about is dressed in camel's hair and eats bugs and honey. And he's doing all of this out in the wilderness. And people are actually coming to see this sight. Now, if we encountered someone like this, we'd almost certainly avert our gaze somewhere else and try to avoid them so as not to get drugged along by whatever craziness they're doing. The twist, though, is this is not nearly the odd scene that we think it is. The shouts of John are passages of Scripture, specifically from Isaiah 40, Exodus 23, and Malachi 3. John's attire and his diet connect him with one of the great prophets, Elijah, as well as with one of their most powerful stories, that of the Exodus. Everything about John in this scene is familiar to the people. John is here with connections to some of the most prominent people of their faith, quoting some of their most beloved passages of Scripture, and pointing to some of the most pivotal stories of their faith. And the people know this. That's why they're willing to travel out to the wilderness from the cities and the towns. 
What I find fascinating is how well the people have been formed in their faith. They've been taught the stories. They've sung the songs. They've read the scripture. And they've learned about the giants of their faith. This doesn't just come out of nowhere, nor does it happen overnight. It's a process that's handed down, lovingly, painstakingly. Sometimes you may hear someone say, all I need is Jesus and my Bible. But that gets it completely wrong. Faith is a communal act, and time and time again throughout the Bible, these stories are not about individuals, but rather about communities. None of us got to a place of faith all on our own. It was shared with us. You didn't get here on your own. Instead, your faith is a result of others responding to the work of the Holy Spirit in their lives to share the faith with you. So who was it for you? Who read to you the stories? Who taught you the songs? Who helped to get you to this place of faith? Moreover, what did they sacrifice to share this faith of Jesus with you? Because every choice that's made is a sacrifice. The people that shared with you the faith of Jesus could have chosen to have spent their time differently, but instead they invested in you with the gift of faith. They wrestled with you when you were a little kid to bring you to church, quite literally perhaps. They brushed off judgmental looks of others when you made noise squirming in the pew. They played taxi driver to take you to confirmation and youth group and more. You and your faith are the result of the Holy Spirit calling, gathering, enlightening, and equipping others to share faith with you. So that now, with the eyes of faith, you can watch for the work of God in the wilderness of your life, just like the people in today's story. And that same spirit that worked in the lives of those who shared the faith with you now calls, gathers, enlightens, and equips you to do that same work of passing along the faith of Jesus. So to close, who was it that shared the faith with you? And with whom will you share this faith now? Amen.